Welcome to Movie and a Beer, everybody. This is Dan Kapersky, and we'd like to... We have this wonderful special guest with us tonight. We do have our two normal co-hosts. We have... One of which is Blake Hunt. And this is Randall. I'm Bob. Our oh, special guest Bob. It's special guest Bob now, and not Otto. Okay, it's Otto. It's Otto. The, the Bob formerly known as Otto. Yes, there we go. So, uh, on this episode, we, we really had a great time. Uh, it's the beginning of the year still, and we wanted to get more inspiration, so we watched this Disney Pixar film called Soul. Really, really good animation, beautiful, uh, beautiful. music score, soundtrack. Uh, we picked out some really, really bright, colorful cans of um, liquid refreshment to enjoy after we had a little pizza to begin the movie with, because that is in the movie as well. It's in the movie. And we had a couple classic uh, kid-friendly drinks. We did. We had we did a taste comparison between some uh, <laughs> Pepsi and Coke products to see which one was better. Otto, verdict? Uh, I don't see the difference of Coke and Pepsi, so... There's no difference. Here. There's no difference. Drink it's water. a soda. <laughs> it's a soda pop or a Coke, depending on where you are in the country. <laughs> Can I get a pop? When you hear people say that, that means they just want soda. Corn. <laughs> corn I would like syrup. one can of corn, corn please. <laughs> Can I get all the corn syrup? Okay, so uh, we just watched this wonderful film called Soul. You guys want to give the synopsis on it? It's kind of like a music teacher finds his opportunity to not just be a teacher, but an inspiration to somebody. Joe was inspired to play music from a young age and never quite got his break. So he wound up teaching, which does happen, you know, happens to a lot of people. Yeah. But then he thinks he gets this big break and he, he's getting ready to go to the, the half note club. He's getting all ready. He's all excited. Then winds up in the use send that we just watched and I can't remember the term. I'm just calling it the midway to the afterlife. Mid-center. It was center. the before space, right? Yeah. That's it was right. Yeah, the great it was before. Soul, it, before souls wind up in right. bodies on Earth. They kind of get their sort of imprint on how mm-hmm. their personality is, but it doesn't necessarily say that's who they're going to be. It's the choices you make in life. So we have Joe, but Otto, who is the other main character? Uh, 22. That's right. Yeah. And nice. 22 is a soul who hasn't got her soul patch yet. Correct. And your soul patch allows you to come to Earth. What do you think your passion would be? If she was missing her, 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 her purpose. Her last little stamp. Her last little stamp. What do you think your purpose is? The Beatles. The Beatles. There you go. He's a big Beatles fan. Yeah, lots of passion. So it was kind of like merit badge earning. It's like you go yeah. through the different little stages in the area and beautiful scenery. It's not anything... That's, I don't know, any, as someone who's not terribly religious, I was not offended at all. I mean, this is like, this could really be what it is. You know, you just have this, you have these divine beings. Who sound very British in New Zealand. Yes, I appreciate fun accents. Terry and Jerry. Terry and Jerry. (laughs) Yeah, mate. Kind of two-dimensional. They're very two-dimensional line art, but they have good purpose. Mm. And amazing personalities. And really good, really good lines in the movie. What, What did they describe themselves as in the beginning? Uh, manifestation of all yes. quantized fields in yes. a manifestation that human brains can understand? That yes. sounds right. Sure. I, I was paying attention the whole time. <laughs> yeah. That sounds right. Otto, what did you think they were? I mean, what, what did they represent to you on the what screen? What do you think Terry and yeah. Jerry were? Um, I think, I don't know, maybe like some sort of like God or something? They're kind of like, kind of like, they weren't God per se. And they weren't exactly angels. They were more just like Constructs. They were Cler- clerical a, people. Clerical, spiritual. Yeah, clerical that's the spiritual DMV employees. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that's really kind of what it was. I mean, Otto, exactly. you don't know what a DMV employee is, but for those that have a, a driving license, you know what I'm talking about. They were definitely DMV employees. 
they had a job and they did it quite well. I like this movie because it kind of, um, I like that Pixar is exploring a lot of themes that are really mature, like, mm-hmm. uh, like their film Coco dealt with death and the afterlife. And this one deals with the before time, yep. the before life. And, uh, they've done movies like inside out, which deal with, uh, emotions. Mm-hmm. And it has some side guides. So, so you become a guide or somebody to help mentor, as they mm-hmm. were called. Mm. You, you get assigned <laughs> special spirits or special existences, I guess, or spirits. Right. The, or souls souls. Before the, the souls before they, they become human. They get a mentor. They get a mentor to, to, to help them, them figure yeah. it out. And often and the mentors are well-renowned people uh, throughout yes. history in the world. and They try to inspire you. And, and I think this was great because they had somebody who could inspire not just the person or thing he was trying to help, but inspire himself just by living, seeing his life through the eyes of something else. Tina Fey and Ray Charles were the voices of these characters, right? Yeah. Jimmy Fox, who, Jamie did play Fox. Ray, who played Ray Charles at one point. Right. <laughs> It'd be incredible Ray if Ray Char- Charles the like, voice today. came back from the dead and he's like, I can do it. That's who it was. All right, Ray, that's great. Can we get a, a take where you sound like Jimmy Fox? Yes. <laughs> So, and then there are also these other side characters that kind of exist also in the side realm for when you go into the zone. And, you know, I would say that I auto, I've, I've witnessed you going into that zone earlier today when you were playing around on the piano, you're just playing around and doing music and just coming up with chords. And that's kind of what being in the zone is. You just do it. It just, you feel it. It's there. You do it. I've, I've only had it happen to me a few times. Have you been in the zone before? Um, yeah. Just playing around. Yeah. Just, just yeah. feeling it. Make it happen. I mean, that's the zone. When do you feel like you're in the zone the most? When you're listening to the Beatles? <laughs> yes. When he's watching Bob's Burgers. <laughs> Bob's Burgers. Bob's Burgers. Well, that's two things. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I've done it by riding my bike. Mm. You kind of forget You forget how long you've been on it. You're just riding. You, you pay attention to what's going on around you, but you don't care. Mm-hmm. And I used to do that a lot. I still kind of do it when I ride nowadays, but not so much because it's cold outside. Cold, wet, rainy. Yeah. What you thinking, Otto? Uh, what do you guys? Who do you? Do you think that John Ratzenberger was in this movie? But if you do think he was, and like say, like first, who first explain who was. John Ratzenberger is because not everybody director. knows. He, I think he was first in Empire Strikes Back. Really? Yeah. May I can't confirm nor deny. I do <laughs> know he voiced uh, Ham. In Toy yes. Story, mm. in every single oh, he was in the Empire Strikes Back. Mm-hmm. He was one of the. Uh, he was who was he was, was one it of the, the droids? No, he was uh, stormtrooper. He was like one of the attack officer. Oh. Attack officer. Oh, cool. Where Han Solo is trying to figure out where Luke Skywalker went. Uh, oh, that's Tangent. excellent. Are you here? That was his first. Movie. Everything's okay. You know, Otto. I want to say he is because he's always in Pixar projects, but I couldn't pick his voice out this time. Yeah, we don't know I who he is. I can figure it out. Either. I think I he was the. I kind of think. Uh, I kind of think it was the guy who's like. I think he was like, what am I doing? Oh, what am I he doing? was the guy that like, the guy that investor? Terry kind of. Yeah, like. Oh no no! The, oh, you're saying the investor? Oh, he was one of the so the oh. guy who pushed out the computers like everyone. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah I, I could kinda, see that. Yeah. That's, he was the lost soul. That yeah, so fun. so they have these things called lost souls, and when you lose your soul into something, instead of being in the zone, which is kind of the same thing, the uh, side characters which get into the zone but then can also rescue lost souls, they yeah. they kind of reintroduce them into here's the thing that you really need in order to not be lost. Mm-hmm. 
and and they push the little lost soul back into the body because you're kind of like a drone. You're working in the office and you're not. You're just doing your thing. It's when your passion becomes your obsession. Yes. Mm-hmm. Then you become a lost soul. Push. Yeah. Think that guys. Yep. Soul soul move was make a trade, make a trade, make a trade, make a trade, make a trade. So he loved doing it, but then he got lost in it, and he was no longer living. He was just making trades. So hopefully, if you do find a passion like that, Otto, you don't get lost in it because mm-hmm. it's easy to do. There's people who find that as like power or greed or just I'm so good at it, I just want to keep doing it. You know, whatever. Speaking of obsession, let's talk about beers. Yeah. Or is that passion? Find that's, the perfect beer. Yeah, find, find the perfect the, beer. And sodas. <laughs> yes, and, and sodas. sodas. Find the perfect okay, beer. Okay, so sodas. before we do that, though, I did want to note, and I made note on our notes about, mm-hmm. so I'm a huge Nine Inch Nails fan, and I also happen to love what Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross, who Atticus Ross is one of the producers of Nine Inch Nails, but Trent Reznor being a very successful musician, not just making weird industrial music and rock mm-hmm. music, but he also does actual like other musicianships. So, and I was talking to Otto a little bit about this before the film and also during it. It's like when you listen to it and there's background music that's happening, that's not the songs that like, are directly like scene, up front. Like scene transition music. Transition and music, stuff. all those things. Mm-hmm. Like special effects kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. They're the ones that compose and put all those into the soundtrack. But they also, this film has some amazingly talented musicians that play on the soundtrack that do the songs that are played. So good. Just like, wow, if you're not inspired by that, then you're not alive. What? No. Yeah. Wow. Right. Any other thoughts on the music? It was great. I, I need to get back into jazz. You do. Mm. I slept on it for a while. Pick up your horn. I Okay. Toot your own horn. Let's, let's all calm down. <laughs> I don't need to get back into trumpet. No big deal. The perfect <laughs> music for COVID world is smooth jazz. My nickname is Miles Davis. Do you guys Davis. like smooth jazz? Is it? <laughs> I thought it was auto. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I like rough jazz where it's all blocky and they're playing on a right, yeah. right, Humvee right. as it goes over uneven earth. Yeah. There is so, no smooth, smooth jazz in this film. So do we need a, a commercial before we talk about our imbibing? And I got sodas. a real brief commercial we can knock right. out. Cool. <laughs> I'm Terry. Terry's accounting. We can count all the way up to, let's see, we got one, two, three, and... Hey, what's after three? One hundred. Yeah, yeah, a hundred. Uh, hundred one hundred. Wait, wait a minute. We'll be right back once we figure out what we uh, got wrong with the numbers. Uh, I'll figure out in a minute. I'm Paul. I'm Paul McCartney. And, and Paul McCartney's <laughs> here too. Uh, Terry's accounting boy. By my record. <laughs> I'm Paul. That's I'm awesome. Paul. I'm from Liverpool. <laughs> All right, so welcome back. Thank you for hanging in through our wonderful commercial. Hey. Uh, this is Moving a Beer. This is Dan. We, we have our wonderful co-host and, go, and, and special guest host. Bob. Talking about, Bob, talking <laughs> about this wonderful Pixar film called Soul. But now we're going to talk about the wonderful drinks we had. Exactly. So we had, mm. um, the intention was, so we had, uh, this was, uh, we have a bunch of beers in the fridge and we just picked some out. <laughs> and then we also had a couple of interesting uh, cans of Coke and Pepsi. Coke and Pepsi, or otherwise known as corn syrup. <laughs> I want a Pepsi free. <laughs> I want a Pepsi free. You're awesome, dude. <laughs> You've seen way too many '80s movies. So good. Yes. So, so let's start with that. Let's. Yeah, so, so we had, we had. I want to talk about the the Coke and Pepsi comparison okay, okay. here because I I would agree. If you haven't had them a lot, you probably wouldn't notice much of a difference because they taste both really not pleasant. <laughs> if you don't like them, then yeah. So thought thoughts on this, Otto. You you're our spot on this. You you did our actual blind taste test challenge. Um, I, I can like 
I can like sort of like tell the difference, but like only like ten percent because I think Pepsi is like slightly more sour. Hmm. Okay. 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 And Coke is just slightly less sour than. That's probably a good call. That yeah. that sounds about right. Nice. I think of the two, I usually prefer Coke if I have a choice, but I'm not ever that picky. But definitely, definitely Coke. Yeah. When I if I drink when I drink soda. Dr Pepper. But I'd much rather have a beer. Have you ever <laughs> Have you ever had like diet sodas like this or or like <sighs> Pepsi free, like you <laughs> said before? Why the Pepsi free? He's hiding his face. That means no. Yeah. <laughs> well, cool. Any, any last thoughts on that? Um, Plain taste test challenge. Um. I'm your co-host, Otto. Sweet. <laughs> wise words. Wise words. Very, it's very wise. So thank you. Thank you for that input. We also highly recommend if you are if you are going to drink something with alcohol that you also drink a non-alcoholic beverage such as soda, pop, Coke, Pepsi, whatever. Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper. Seven Diet up. Dr. Pepper. 7-Up is something. And none of those people give us any money, so we're not endorsing them or supporting <laughs> them. We're just saying drink something like water, imbibe, but do it responsibly. Yes, please. Moving on to the three different beers that we tried. We split cans. I had a whole bunch of individual cans, and we were thinking, oh, I have all these great, like, fruited sours and big, big, giant slushy beers. We picked out three that were fairly low in alcohol content, except for the last one, and then just a different variety of slushy. One was a Berliner Weiss, and the other two were kettle sours. One can actually says just slush right down the side. Yeah, it That's says slush. the one that tasted like death. <laughs> yeah, that one was kind of ru- that was the last Spoiler one. Spoiler alert for Randall's reviews. <laughs> Let's talk about that mixed berry. Yeah. Okay. So the first one is mixed berry sour a la mode, and it was brought to us mm. by Untitled Art Brewing, which you know they their covers they actually hire artists or pay an artist to do a cover. So every can the label for every beer that they make is done by. Um, somebody commissioned to do it for the specific can. Someone with passion. Maybe? Someone with a lot of passion. Someone who's in the zone while painting it. So this one on the can does read out as a Berliner style vice ale with blackberry, raspberry, strawberry, blueberry, concentrate, and cinnamon. So the weird thing is, is the cinnamon actually shows up across all of those different berry flavors. Mm. It rides on top of everything. It's very slushy, but it's thin. If mm-hmm. you get what I mean. So it's a little chunky on the tongue up front, and then it just drops. I noticed the drop. I, I kind of like that. It helped me focus on the movie, which I feel like a movie like this, I you don't have to be super focused because it's for kids and adults, but pretty straightforward story. But yeah. I, like the, I like being able to take a sip, ah, and then go back to watch my movie. It was a lot of fun. I liked it. I definitely tasted the blueberry. It's yeah. a new generation. It's a new generation. <laughs> <laughs> I was awesome. supposed to ask if you like cinnamon, but that's good enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, so I think we all enjoyed this one. I again picked out these le- really, really what I thought would be bright beers, and all three it's of them were call. pretty they bright. Were certainly bright. Lots, you know. Having seen the trailer, I was like, "Oh, this is going to be." There's a lot of colors and bright brightness. And mm-hmm. This one went really well. The second one that we went was the fruited sour, pro- well, fruited love project, fruited sour. So it's a kind of a really monotone can. Uh, the text is sideways on the, the, the packaging, Fruited Love Project, and then it gives you this really light text on a really light color, and it's impossible to read. Gotta love it when they make can designs like this. I gotta say, does that say Lumberbeard Brewing? It does say Lumberbeard Brewing, and that's who made it, which is an amazing name. And it's out of Spokane, Washington, of all things. So the, nice. the Berliner Weiss Untitled Art that we had first, that was from Untitled 
art brewing out mm-hmm. of Wanuki, Wisconsin. And I have no idea where Wanaki. that is. Wanaki. Wanaki. Bless you. I, yeah, I, I'm sure it's outside of a major city, or if it's not, that's cool. So Fruited Love Project, Fruited Sour by Lumberbeard Brewing. Now say that five times fast. Uh-oh. I don't know if I can say it once. <laughs> so this was a collaboration uh, for The Love of God and Project Craft which I have no idea what that reference is, but that's what's on it. Sour has lots of blackberry peach tangerine and a lot of vanilla lactose to round out the back. So it's kind of got that milky lactose consistency on the tongue. The vanilla kind of hits the front and the back, even kind of bookends all of that fruit. The fruit has a little bit more body and consistency than the first one. So it's a little bit more of a slush, not unlike the last one, which was pure slush. This one, at least, the body stuck out, and the lactose kind of coats the tongue a little bit. Like I said, it kind of bookends it. It starts it, and then it sits there, and it'll help the the beer flavor sit for a little bit and then drop off. And and the first one was only 6%. This one was 6.8, so fairly low alcohol beers compared to most bigger beers or um, traditional beers that are out right now, all of the big IPAs and stuff. Randall, your thoughts on this one? Well-rounded, but didn't stand out. Yeah. Didn't really – I mean, it was fine. It wasn't as good as the first one and definitely better than the last one. Yeah. In my opinion. I liked it. I think I liked the first one better. What I can't stop thinking about is, Otto, you hear the phrase lumber beard. What are you picturing? Um, that's a good pair of words. What does that mean to you, Otto? Wait. <laughs> so, so I've got an image in my head, but I don't want to... Wait, um, it is... Make sure, to, make sure to click the subscribe button and comment down below. Ooh. That's what you think it means? That's, that actually could be really true. So I was okay. just thinking like a beard of logs, but that sounds way better. Yeah. I'm yeah. thinking like a stocking knit cap and just a beard made of logs. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Lumber beard. Because there's not really a lumber industry in Spokane, Washington that I know of. I know it's kind of out in the Palouse and it's like High Plains deserty kind of stuff. So I don't right. know where the lumber beard. There are the Blues Mountains to the east. Like when you get towards Idaho? I mean, there's a lot of trees out by Spokane. I mean, it's like on the edge of the high desert. <laughs> it is. Kind of yeah. middle of the road. I would agree. Not necessarily as good as the first one. So we'll move on to the last beer, which was a Dragon Fruit Mango Orange Slush. Yep. Fruited Kettle Sour by Eagle Park Brewing Company in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So this is like 8%. Uh, again, no IBUs. None of these beers had any IBUs listed because they're just straight kettle sours with a ton of fruit. This one was a little bit more dry forward for me. It had it, all I tasted was mango. That's all I had was just is just all mango, and I was like old mango and not like fresh mango. So kind of dead I, fruit. I remember tasting a lot of mango and nothing else. I actually really liked this beer. <laughs> Wait a minute, <laughs> <laughs> that's a twist. It tasted like dead fruit. It it, it, it was like, like rotted dead like, fruit. It was like rotten fruit. Yeah, it, it tasted old. And that's not necessarily a bad thing if you're into... Rotten fruit. You, you want rotten fruit or, or older, more mature, ripened fruit. It's not necessarily dead, just ripe. Really super overripe mango. You so if you're if, into like eating sticky rice and then drink this, you'd be like, oh, I'm eating a mango latte with my sticky rice. It's really sweet. It would pair with a really sweet thing, but we weren't doing really sweet things. None of these beers had a lot of sweetness to them. They had a lot of sour and tartness, but not yeah. a lot of sweetness. Would you say if these fruits were in soul, they'd be the mentor fruits? Correct. The, the long-living... Spirits for mature souls. Spirits for mature souls. Because these are all not starter beers. These are all beers that you would definitely want to have uh, something before and perhaps something after to chase with because they're going to kind of hit your, your, your taste buds pretty hard. So I also have a follow-up for this for everybody. Who here has actually eaten dragon fruit? Because I have not. Never. Dragon tail, dragon tail. <laughs> 
That's not a food, is it? <laughs> you know, dragons. Isn't dragon fruit. Doesn't that look like a star? It doesn't. Mm, I was like about to, does, I yeah. was going to ask what does it look like because I'd like to think it has wings and a tail. I think Definitely. it's a star. And it spits fire, and also it has AC of eighteen. And I played D and D today. It's not my fault. Yes, <laughs> you're you're forgiven. It's you got okay. another commercial, Blake? You got anything else for us? Uh, I think we can figure something out. I think I got one. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think we got one. Okay, what's your commercial? This is my second me. Oh, you want to do a plug for your podcast? What's the name of your podcast? I'm not, oppo- I'm not opposed to it. Movie and movie and Paul McCartney. No, movieandasnack.com. Tell us about your podcast, Auto Movie and a Snack. It's pretty much a parody of it, but instead of like talk about the movie and pretty much that we have snacks that fits with, fit fits with the movie and um or like something that like people eat in the movie something like that and we sometimes like and then we do our favorite scenes then the snack then we usually do a song like yeah. you you write a, you write and compose a song for every song every episode that's awesome yeah. it's very fun i've gotten i've been lucky enough to be a guest a couple of times along with dan and i think one of my favorite episodes i've been on Pee-wee's Big Adventure, where we got to eat cereal and bacon. Yes. That was a great UHF? No, UHF? No, UHF? I'm trying to remember what I ate for UHF. Um, we ate a lot of tacky, weird stuff. That's right. Popcorn. like Weird flavor popcorn. That was really fun. Call me Mr. Butterfinger. All right. Well, let's talk about some beers that we didn't drink. All right. So let's play plot keywords. Beer name? What do we what do we call we're, this we're, one again? Um, movie keyword movie, beer name. Movie keyword game. beer name game. Yes. Bum, 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 bum. So so we can also <laughs> we don't necessarily have to stick to a beer, but we could also name a soda or a non-alcoholic beverage for you yeah. to to help us inspire. We'll cook some up and see what soda you think it would be like. Yes. Um. So so Otto, if you saw a soda that said therapy cartoon cat. Would it taste like Coke? Would it taste like uh, uh, Squirt? Would it taste like a third soda? I seriously can't think of sodas for some reason. <laughs> Squirt. <laughs> Mellow Yellow. What are you thinking? Mountain Dew. Therapy Cartoon Cat. I'm thinking Coke with some squeezed lemon and a, and a mix with Fanta. Ooh, that mm. sounds good. And, um, so- and it has a little umbrella that says... Subscribe to Paul McCartney in the Beatles. <laughs> I need to. All right, all right, Beatles fan. All right, let's let's. Uh, a very specific soda, but that that would be very specific. All right. That's awesome. Blake, you got one for us? Of course I do. Uh, school teacher watercraft, Dan. What kind of Ooh, beer is that? Jeez, uh, that would be a Berliner Weiss because it would be hot, refreshing, sweet, a little bit. It's going to have so depending on the type of fruit. So so here's the tradition. Berliner Weiss typically don't have fruit added to them in the kettle or while they're aging. Mm-hmm. You add it after. When you pour the beer, you pour in this this syrup of mm-hmm. whatever kind, right, right. mix it up a little bit, and that's a traditional Berliner Weiss. Nice. So the, the, f- fruit, the fruit isn't present in the beer initially. It's added later. But since you're getting it in a can, it's thus been added usually during the kettling process. So it's going to be more present and not just a floated on top flavor. If you could do it traditionally, I would do it with something like guava or something really tropical and fun. Because this movie, while it did take place in New York, felt very fun and effervescent and bouncy. It really like did. Watercraft does. How about the uh, How about the sign twirler coma, Dan? Ooh. 
Man, I, I wanted to be the one that broke Dan this episode. Oh my gosh. Uh, I would do a porter. I would do a really heavy coffee porter because the only way that you're going to stay awake to twirl that sign is by doing a lot of caffeine. Sign twirler coma is a porter with a lot of caffeine. Is yes. Okay. Ooh, yeah. I got one. Lost Soul Drummer. Mm. Um, that's, that just sounds like an actual one that we just haven't had yet. Yeah, it does. Uh, you know, I want to say that, like, in beer styles, one that doesn't ever get made is like a brown. American brown ale. No one makes those anymore. I think I only know of like two that are produced that you can find in cans and they're super rare to find. So I would do that. I would do like a a brown ale that's just very clean and traditional Mm because they're like, nobody likes the drummer. They can't get, they, nobody wants them. So exactly. It's like nobody wants the beer. So let's name a beer after it that, you know, that that's my take. How about the, uh, the school teacher hospital? That almost sounds like a really fancy <laughs> sounds like fruit. A, that sounds like a fruit drink with caffeine. Yeah, no doubt. Like, no no that carbonation, or, but like a lot of like a, lime a, and a dragon fruited fruit. IPA. So something that has a ton of really obnoxious fruit and a whole ton of hops to make it super bitter at the same time. Because you're not going to want to ever do it again. Hey, I'm walking here. I'm walking here. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Those were beers we didn't drink. But if breweries like this episode, feel free to name them and we'll, yeah, uh, yeah, we'll yeah, take yeah. a free six pack. So, yes, this this kind of brings us towards the end of our episode here. We want to, of course, always thank you for listening and joining us tonight. Uh, as Otto mentioned, we, we have a wonderful guest host tonight who has his own podcast called Movie and a Snack. You so can fun. find them if you search for it. You can also find us online on Facebook and Instagram and on our website, movieandabeer.com. And you have your movieandasnack.com, I believe. Yes. You do. That's awesome. <laughs> Lots of good what episodes. What are we watching next time? What's on the next episode? What's your next episode, Otto? I do not know. (laughs) Oh, all right. Uh, Well, we'll figure it out. Maybe the Earl, maybe whoever's Beatles' birthdays first, we'll probably do some, like, Beatles movies or something. There you go. I'm a little obsessed with the Beatles these days. Yeah, we've got some Beatles movies to watch. So we could, we could, they they have done a few. Some that are actually decent and most are not so good. But I don't know what that's like, (laughs) but I'm going to rewatch the Marvel Cinematic Universe again for no particular reason. Like all 28 (laughs) movies start to end in a row. What am I doing? What am I doing? Yeah, nothing else to do. What are we going to watch next time? I don't know, but but we'll figure it out. We have a lot of choices. Uh, We definitely want to thank you all for sticking with us today and listening in and um, being positive, being safe during this COVID time. Um, We we will continue to be safe and Mm -hmm. hopefully. at some point in time in the near future this year, be able to go out and actually do episodes at locations because we have a few places that really want us to come and hang out and watch and drink their beer and have a great time. So, as always, the opinions expressed during the taping of this show are the that of those who spoke them, being the host. As always, please hydrate. Or dehydrate. Because, you know, you don't want to do that. Thank you to Otto, our special guest host today. Our hugs, kid- not hugs. Ooh, there you go. Excellent send-off. And so this is Dan Kapersky sending you off when we have... Blake Hunt also signing off. Uh, and Randall. As he's scrolling madly through the Dude, internet. Dude, Todd McFarlane's making Spawn he with J.A. Fox. Yeah. Ooh. He's directing it. Jimmy Renner's in it. That yeah. should be pretty good. It's that should re- be a lot better a than... Um, okay. <laughs> yeah, all right. Coming out in March. That's what we're watching in March, guys. Yeah, all right. We're going to do it. All right, so thanks for listening, everybody. Take care. Stay safe during COVID, and we will uh, talk to you on the flip side. Adios!